The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Global Business with Mahesh Joshi. Today we are going to talk about a very important and most discussed topic uh, possibly of the current times. The impact of Trump presidency on global business. We will review today the pre and post election narratives from various sources. A lot has been said during the election process about the Trump style of working, his political and business acumen. The reality facing the world today is that he is the democratically elected president of the most powerful nation in the world, the United States of America. We'll be looking at the post-election reactions from the experts and the possible scenarios. Trump projected himself as a successful businessman during the election process. Defying all predictions, he kept moving forward in the electoral process and beat one of the most experienced politicians in the modern American history. That's Hillary Clinton. No small task. He fought internal party strife and his political opponents, fueled by millions of dollars of free media, revolutionizing the American political paradigm. Trump translated his opposition into fuel for his campaign. He rallied thousands, if not millions, at his rallies across the country. His power of personality translated into massive rallies and eventually his electoral win. A factor pollsters and pundits never took into account. His cult of personality, combined with his never-quit attitude, resulted in one of the greatest political upset of modern American history. Post-elections The commentary is changing as the reality is setting in and people have started to acknowledge the outcome and look for positives. Trump's statements made during the election process, if put into action as it is, will have major impact on balance of power equations in the geopolitics as well as global economy. 
expectations are that the smart business person that he is will not settle for status quo and will work towards making deals and not making breaking deals with an expectation that the deals will have to be beneficial, beneficial to his country. Along with almost two dozen prime properties in USA, let's look at what Trump Organization holds. Trump Organization has eight prime properties spread across the globe in countries like India, Uruguay, Sicily, Canada, Panama, and Philippines. That could be a clear indication of his understanding that how important is participation in global business for growth. One look at the Trump Organization website defines the organization. And the way it is described there, it says, it is the world's only global, mark the world, global luxury real estate super brand and is responsible for many of the world's, again, the important piece is world's most recognized developments. Trump is renowned for its leadership in real estate development, sales, marketing, and property management, representing the highest level of excellence and luxury in residential, office, and retail properties. Superior quality, detail, and perfection are the standards that Trump demands throughout its projects, from residential to resort, from hotel to golf, from commercial office to retail. The experience of owning a Trump property and living the Trump lifestyle is unparalleled. One can see the touch of the Trump brand in every aspect of the properties that bear its name. From the design-driven, cutting-edge facades created in collaboration with the world's best architects, to the flawless interiors designed specifically for each market to the world-class service. No detail is overlooked. With each of its properties, Trump continues to raise the bar of super luxury living consistently. Now, that's the statement on the Trump Organization website, and that's how they define their organization. Would Trump be able to carry the concept of superior quality, eye for details, and perfection into his working style while running the government? Will he be able to raise the bar for performance consistently? The success to do that will definitely enhance further the stature of the United States of America. As uh, per CNBC, Donald Trump can be very good for the U.S. economy. And as you saw, one of the first things Trump talked about in his victory speech was rebuilding the national infrastructure. Now, if you look at what Peter Navarro is saying, he says the Dow could hit 25,000 within Trump's first term. It's almost a gain of 7,000 points. 
Donald Trump has the potential to be a massive force for good for the economy. The American economy in the past eight years has seen a tension between an aggressive monetary policy and almost a non-existent fiscal policy. Monetary policy has led to tepid growth and essentially run its course. There's only so much the Fed can do. Fiscal policy, which is a combination of reforming the corporate tax code and government spending on big projects, that will pump money into the economy and create new jobs. With Republicans now in control of the White House and both House of Congress, the years-long standoff may be broken. Trump could drive an increase in fiscal stimulus. Uh, again, the first thing as Trump mentioned in his victory speech was spending on infrastructure. What he said was, we are going to fix our inner cities and rebuild our highways, bridges, tunnels, airports, schools, and hospitals. And he also said, we are going to rebuild our infrastructure, which will become, by the way, second to none. And it will put millions of our people to work as we rebuild it. During the election, let's look at it. Trump, what did he promise? Trump promised to spend heavily on programs that would create untold number of jobs in construction, steel manufacturing, and other sectors. He said his focus would be on transportation, water, telecom, and energy. Uh, there is a good reflection uh, from the statement made by Nancy Pelosi, the House Minority Leader. She said, we can work together to quickly pass a robust infrastructure jobs bill. And that's from a tweet by Jonathan Martin of New York Times. Beyond the infrastructure spending, Trump's economic policies include across-the-board tax cuts for individuals and slashing of corporate taxes down to 15% from 35%. Now, could that be a stimulus for companies to move back to U.S.? Remember, in one of our programs earlier uh, on the financing global businesses, we had our esteemed professor from Harvard Business School, Mr. Mark Bertanish, and, and he mentioned that countries are competing with taxes for business, not companies competing with low-cost positions on taxes. Trump also pledged to slash regulations that are burdening businesses and holding back job creation. Trump has maintained that economic growth would more than compensate and not necessitate tax hikes to pay for the infrastructure spending in particular. As per Peter Navarro, everything that Trump is going to do points in the direction of growth. Markets initially reacted with shock to the Trump win, sending Dow futures plummeting close to 800 points at one point overnight. But look what happened. 
Given the chance to digest the road ahead, the stock market recovered, with the blue chip index turning positive in morning trading. On the commodities markets, which are perhaps a bellwether for economic growth ahead, prices rallied copper, prices rallied and copper surged as much as 3%. As per Stefan, uh, Chief Investment Officer at Dewish uh, Asset Management, uh, he said in a note to his clients, the key constant in Trump's election campaign was to continually surprise the public. It is entirely possible that after his election, he could in fact surprise markets and that too on the positive side. There are, of course, other non-policy things that can impact the economy. The biggest concern for anyone banking on an economic shot in the arm has to center on Trump's foreign policy. How will Trump react when a foreign power tests his milita- test him militarily? But if we simply look at what Trump can do for the economy based on fiscal policy changes, there is a reason to be optimistic that he can help the economy. We will now take a short break. Uh, please stay with us. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Welcome back. You are listening to Global Business with Mahesh Joshi. Today we are talking about a very important and most discussed topic of the recent times, the impact of Trump presidency on global business. Uh, The JP Morgan Global Head of Derivatives and Quantitative Strategies, Marco Kolanovic, one of the Wall Street's most accurate forecasters, has now abandoned his bearish stance on stocks following Donald Trump's victory and the Republican sweep of Congress. The breathtaking rally that briefly carried blue-chip stocks to a new record high 
and helped them set their best week in five years, still has some room to run despite Friday's retracement. That's from him. And he also mentioned, we think markets can go a bit higher from here. He predicts that the president's, uh, president-elect's policies, which would include the promise of a massive stimulus package, would be great for stocks, at least in the short term. This would be reflationary in nature. His firm, uh, which uh, had a 2100 year end price target for S&P 500 index, is now saying the index could surge to 2300 in early 2017, a figure that would support a nearly 10% rally. However, he does acknowledge a Trump presidency, no matter how friendly it is to business, generates long-term downside risks to the market. It comes amid speculation, its policies like op- opposing free trade and threatening to slap tariffs on major U.S. trading partner China. That could spark a trade war. Now, remember, Donald Trump campaigned on his ability to create jobs and economic success. The important aspect to keep in mind is how could the president-elect's plans impact the U.S. economy? Now, the Wall Street Journal captured the reactions from companies across the globe. Let's see what the businesses are thinking and saying. So, the executives worldwide encountered a political and economic landscape radically changed by Donald Trump's surprise election, which reverberated through the energy, healthcare, and manufacturing sectors. U.S. businesses brace for revamped trade packs and potential crackdown on overseas operations, coupled with promise of lower taxes, lighter regulation, and higher infrastructure spending at home. Executives in Asia and in Europe uh, say that they are hopeful that their close ties with the U.S. economy would endure the political upheaval if any, and uh, heated campaign rhetoric. Now, the General Electric CEO, Jeff Imalt, he wrote a message to his employees. And uh, he mentioned in his message that this election is the latest step in a longer-term global trend that we have been adjusting to for a while. And what is that? That is the one that's marked by political volatility and populism. On the other hand, for the energy industry, Mr. Trump's victory fanned expectations that he would clear the path for new pipelines and he may end U.S. participation in global climate change pacts and undo environmental regulations to boost American, rather to boost American coal mining. Uh, Scott Sheffield CEO of Pioneer Natural Resources said Trump would perk up the country's stagnant drilling boom by making it easier to build pipelines, which will unlock areas rich in oil and gas. His message about creating jobs is why he broke the blue wall and attracted votes from Democrats in some states. Mr. Trump's victory also sent waves 
through the U.S. healthcare industry, providing relief to drug, drug makers, worried about the specter of government price limits, but fanning fears for hospital operators and some healthy insurers that the Medicaid expansion in President Barack Obama's health law could get rolled back. That provision had bought those companies more paying customers. Mr. Trump has vowed to <laughs> repeal the Affordable Care Act. Though many analysts think it is unlikely, all of the health law's effect could be undone at this stage. Mr. Trump also took aim at high drug prices during his campaign, and he clearly talked about it, hinting at measures such as reimportation of drugs and giving Medicare powers to negotiate drug prices to limit price increase. As per Mario Molina, the CEO of Molina Healthcare, a large insurer of Medicaid patients, healthcare reforms, if healthcare reform is in place, it is going to be modified. It's going to move forward. We may see going forward an Obamacare 2.0, maybe the name changes to Trump Care or Ryan Care after House Speaker Paul Ryan. And I suggested that Medicare may extend under the new administration and the laws exchanges might also survive, perhaps with reduced subsidies and more flexibility for insurers. Mr. Ron Cohan, CEO of drug maker Accorda, said that despite the election outcome, the industry still has to reckon with a very real concern the public has about drug prices and healthcare affordability. And he said those issues have not changed substantively just because we have a new administration. Mr. Trump, during his campaign, took aim at several big names in technology. He called for a consumer boycott of Apple over its refusal to help the Federal Bureau of Investigation accessing a terrorist iPhone over privacy concerns. He accused also Jeff Bezos of using the Washington Post, which he owns, to advance the interests of Amazon.com, e-commerce giant he founded and runs. A claim the Post and Bezos strongly disputed. And as he did with other companies outside technology, he did claim that international business machines was moving jobs overseas. Now let's look at the casino industry. The casino industry executives were initially nervous about market reaction to Mr. Trump's win. The night before, as they gathered together Wednesday for a board meeting of their main trade group, the American Gaming Association, Executive Director John Jeff Freeman said in an interview later in the Wednesday, on, on later the next day, that's I think probably the Wednesday, but the group largely soon came around to the belief that the opportunity for a less aggressive federal agency enforcement approach was a significant win. Another advantage for the industry is the, is the fact that uh, Mr. Trump himself is a former casino owner. That should help the trade group's efforts to portray the industry as a mainstream one. Now, Mr. Trump has promised to spend $1 million 
on infrastructure projects, a position that was applauded by Caterpillar. Caterpillar's VP for global government and corporate affairs said, we have got a lot to do at home on building our own infrastructure in the country. And another CEO, Martin, a farm equipment maker, Acco Corporation, said he's concerned about Mr. Trump's repeated support for trade protectionism. That would be a nightmare if we make life difficult for imports and exports. The president-elect has pledged to cut corporate tax rates and boost infrastructure spending but has also criticized the North American Free Trade Agreement and Trans-Pacific Partnership, a trade pact to lower or eliminate tariffs between the U.S. and 11 other countries, including Japan and Vietnam. He has also been critical of China, the biggest U.S. trading partner. In an open letter to Mr. Trump, a group of CEOs, including the leaders of Boeing, Procter & Gamble, and United Technologies, expressed an urgent need to restore faith in our vital economic and government institutions. Jay Timmons, CEO of the National Association of Manufacturers, mentioned that the manufacturers are eager to work with the Trump administration on boosting infrastructure spending and easing regulatory and tax burdens. But Mr. Timmons acknowledged the industry was at odds with Mr. Trump's trade rhetoric and said the manufacturing group would need to mount a better public case, highlighting how open markets can increase U.S. exports. And he mentioned that we just have to do a better job at communicating that. And frankly, we have not done that. We will continue our discussion uh, and analysis of the situation after a short break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
Welcome back. You are listening to Global Business with Mahesh Joshi. Today we are talking about a very important and uh, probably most sought after and most discussed topic of the current times, the impact of Trump presidency on global business. Let's look at what people are saying and what the experts and columnists and economists are talking about, how America's new president will affect the global economy. Will it create a trade war with China, a job turmoil in Mexico? Will it pose new threats to already fragile world economy? Um, let's look at an article in The Guardian. It's by Larry Elliott, the economics editor. He has provided good insights, uh, breaking by region. So he's giving some insights on each of the regions. <laughs> So, uh, the Donald Trump's victory in the U.S. presidential elections does not have impact only on U.S. economy. It will have implications for the whole global economy. Mexico has been a critical factor in Trump campaign from the very beginning. America's neighbors to the south has possibly most to lose from the new Republican president. Trump's message to blue-collar voters in the Rust Belts, in the Rust Belt states, was that U.S. manufacturing jobs have migrated across the Rio Grande as a result of the North American Free Trade Agreement. And that agreement was signed by Bill Clinton in the early 1990s. Trump has said in the past that if he cannot renegotiate NAFTA, he will put out of the free he will pull out of the free trade deal altogether. And he has threatened to put a 35% tariff on some Mexican goods. In addition, he has said that he would round up and send home illegal immigrants living and working in America. Five million of these are thought to be Mexicans. If implemented in full, the impact on the Mexican economy of these policies would be profound. Trade between the U.S. and Mexico would slow. Factories would close. Foreign direct investment flows would dry up. And millions of repatriated workers would have to be absorbed into the Mexican workforce. U.S. consumers would see the price of some of the goods go up as an impact of the policy. By the way, Mexico is not the only Central American country at risk. As per uh, Claudia Kalich, the fund manager at uh, MNG, Emerging Markets Bond Fund, uh, it has impacts which are spread around some other countries. And uh, 
Cardia says remittances from people working illegally in U.S. are worth 5.6% of GDP to the economy of Guatemala. And it's not only Guatemala is getting impacted. The uh, economy, the impact on the GDP of El Salvador is 8%. And in Honduras, it's almost 13.2%. And that is from the remittance from people working illegally in the United States of America. Trump has been pretty unequivocal about China throughout his campaign. Although you can say that some of the Trump's economic manifestos has been hazy, but his attitude to China could not have been clearer. He will instruct his Treasury Secretary to label China a currency manipulator. That's what he mentioned. And he also mentioned that he will bring cases against Beijing to the World Trade Organization and he will consider imposing a 45% tariff on Chinese imports into the United States of America to make it easier for American companies to compete. Uh, if you look at China for them, the United States is the biggest single market for Chinese exports. It accounts almost 20% of their total exports. There would be a risk that aggressive U.S. trade policy could result in a marked slowdown in China's growth and a subsequent loss of manufacturing jobs. Now, to face these possibilities, Beijing would have two choices. It might take an emollient line. It may promise to increase direct investment into the U.S. as a way of supporting Trump's attempt to rebuild the American economy. More likely, though, China would adapt an aggressive nationalistic stance. And Beijing, uh, if you look at, is not without their own economic weapons. Now, China has amassed a vast stock of U.S. Treasury bonds in the recent years. The proceed of its trade surplus with America. Beijing could meet Trump's threat with one of its own, which is to dump U.S. assets. And this can cause a tit-for-tat trade war in which China can put tariffs on U.S. exports. It can't be ruled out. There, there could be a possibility of that happening. Now let's look at how would the rest of Asia get impacted? And what would they see? Now, if you look at what Barack Obama did, he shifted the fo focus of U.S. foreign policy for most of the post 
war period. Washington started looking eastwards across the Atlantic. Since the collapse of communist Russia and the rise of China. Now, its gaze has been westward across the Pacific. This has been reflected in all three manifestations of American power, military, diplomatic, and economic. Obama saw an opportunity with the Trans-Pacific Partnership as a way of keeping countries such as Japan, Brunei, Singapore, and Malaysia out of Beijing's orbit. All these countries have an export-led model of growth, and Obama's plan was to create a U.S.-led free trade zone that included all the major economies of the Pacific apart from China. That plan now lies in tatters. There will be no TPP under a Trump presidency and all the signs are that countries such as South Korea and Taiwan will be subject to the same protectionist, protectionist strictures as Mexico and China. This would result in a slower growth across Asia as exports and investment weaken. Japan is already in the dull drums for a quarter of century and which remains on the brink of deflation appears to be most at risk. But it is not alone in being anxious about the impact of Trump. In geopolitical terms, a tough U.S. trade stance provides China with the opportunity to increase its influence in the region. It can bolster economic ties and make countries of Pacific Rim less dependent on the American market. Moving on, let's quickly look at Europe, but take the Britain out. Let's exclude Britain and let's look at rest of the Europe. The main short-term risk to Europe looks to be political rather than economic. Matthew Renzi's left-of-center government may struggle to win a referendum on constitutional change in Italy next month. There are elections next year in Germany, France, and the Netherlands, where parties of the right will be looking to surf the populist tide that carried Trump to his victory. There will be nervousness in the Baltic states of Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia about the possibility that Russia will be emboldened by Trump's apparent isolationism. There are, however, economic and financial implications for Europe, like Asia. The Eurozone is highly reliant on exports as source of growth. These could be affected in two ways, through a more restrictive U.S. trade regime, and if dollar weak and if a weaker dollar drives up the euro on the foreign exchanges. Completing negotiations for the transatlantic trade and an investment partnerships, TTIP, always looked like an uphill struggle because Trump was against the concept in principle and Hillary Clinton 
despite being a free trader by instinct, was not prepared to spend any political capital pushing for a deal. TTIP will never happen. That's the thought process which is building up. But God knows how it's going to take the shape. The relative calm of financial markets immediately after Trump's victory will come as a great relief to European banks, which look highly vulnerable to a sustained bout of jitters. For months, there have been rumors about the health of the Italian banking system and one of Germany's leading banks. Plentiful supplies of cheap money from the European Central Bank and relatively benign condition, conditions in recent months have kept the problems hidden from sight, for now at least. Uh, it may show up later on, but now they're hidden. The UK will not, let's look at the UK now, the UK will not be immune from any slowdown in the global economy that might result from a Trump victory. Britain is the second biggest exporter of services in the world and America takes more of them than any other country. But Trump's protectionist measures are targeted at cheap manufactured goods rather than high-end services, which Britain provides. So at present, there seems little reason to fear that any new barriers will be erected for UK firms. Trump has said that the UK will be at the forefront of the queue for a new trade deal, which suggests negotiations on a bilateral TTIP-style deal could get underway between Washington and London. This could be helpful to Theresa May, who has been struggling to show that the UK can clinch its own trade deals after it leaves the EU. Her bargaining position with the other 27 members of the EU will be strengthened if she can show that she can do business with Trump, even though the stalled state of the current TTIP negotiations suggests that starting talks will be a lot easier than concluding them. In the short term, Trump's win helps take the pressure off the pound. Sterling has been sold heavily against the dollar since the EU referendum, partly because of uncertainty about what the UK will look like after Brexit. Trump's victory brings risk and uncertainty into the equation for the US as well. We'll now take a short break and we will continue uh, with our further analysis. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Welcome back. You are listening to Global Business with Mahesh Joshi. Today we are talking about a very important and most relevant and discussed topic of the current times, the impact of Trump presidency on global business. Let's look at uh, an article in The Economist. Uh, the Economist seems to worry about a variety of subjects, in the article is titled The Economic Consequences of Donald Trump's Donald Trump. The good news is uh, it expects volatility in the market instead of bearish market. From uh, late January, Donald Trump will have all the authority of the American executive and the support of unified Republican Congress behind him. He will therefore be in a position to deliver profound and lasting changes. It could be anywhere. It could be diplomatically, economically, militarily. It will have impact on the total power. Market gyrations could be enough to damage to the American and global economy. But that particular risk could be overstated. You know, the market swings in the wake of Brexit when it happened were not as immediately damaging as many observers had feared. What is more, there will be offsetting factors. At the moment, markets still expect the Federal Reserve to hike interest rates in December. That's an expectation. That could quickly change if markets look unsteady. However, central banks elsewhere across the world will also be on their guard. They'll be ready to provide more accommodation if needed. In addition, if you look at Mr. Trump's policy platform, it could be the stimulative in the medium run. Now, his economic plans have never been specially very detailed ones. A few things are very clear. First, Mr. Trump would cut taxes dramatically. His tax cuts would mostly benefit the rich, which would limit the boost to demand somewhat. But a large increase in the government deficit could not help but give a jolt to the economy. At the same time, Mr. Trump seems likely 
to increase spending on defense and infrastructure. And you can say possibly on a wall, which would seemingly count as both. Uh, he has been talking about this all along, his campaign. The increase in spending on defense, what is needed to bolster the army, make it the most modernized army, and how bad the infrastructure in the country and the urgency of the need to rebuild the infrastructure. If Trump manages to keep America out of an immediate economic crisis, the long-run effects of his presidency will prove to be most profound. The status of many international institutions is now in question. It is difficult to imagine new trade deals being completed and old ones might be reopened or scrapped. He has spoken about some of the past deals very, very vociferously. Mr. Trump has some leeway to unilaterally impose temporary trade restrictions. But such moves would entitle other countries to respond and with punitive restrictions of their own. The outlook of global trade growth is already quite bearish relative to the hyper-globalization of the 2000s. And it has darkened considerably. The other important policy changes are difficult to anticipate at this point of time. One anticipates that Trump will not be specially interested in international cooperation to limit tax avoidance or restrain the power of global banks. It is possible that a Trump administration can pull support from the IMF and the World Bank, removing some of the shock absorbers in the international system. Mr. Trump has promised to reduce regulation, but it is hard to know how he will manage important economic trends like consolidation in American industry. It is easy to see him as a corporatist willing to give lots of room for maneuver to powerful firms. That could be good for profits, while also encouraging economic nationalization, nationalism around the world, which can undermine the long-run growth potential of the American economy and reduce the bargaining power of workers. Then there are the great unknowns. Mr. Trump will control the world's most powerful military. It is hard to know how he will use it or the diplomatic machinery of the American government. Any move 
toward greater conflict in Middle East or Asia could have serious economic consequences from soaring oil prices to market panic to interruptions in global trade. The economic and human costs of war are impossible to anticipate but frightening to consider. Yet even if Mr. Trump does not land America and the world in a serious conflict or a global depression, his effect on the trajectory of global growth and development could be substantial. He is destined to play a major role in the future of global business and economics. As uh, Warren Buffett commented in an interview with CNN that Trump rose to power on a wave of working class resentment against free trade and market economy. Now, whatever was said during the election process and what narrative is being provided post-Trump victory, the expectation is that the businessman in Trump understands the importance of global business and will have natural bias towards making the business happen, although it may take shape of America first, and what benefits it brings to the United States of America economy and people. It will be exciting times ahead to watch how the rhetoric of election translates into actions. Do they go in the same lines or do they take a turn in different direction to include the impact of environmental dynamics across the world to make things happen? Well, I thank you for joining in today's episode. Uh, we are all in for uh, a pretty exciting times in future and I wish you a wonderful day ahead. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.